What's up, everyone? On today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast, we kick 2020 to the curb and step boldly into 2021. All this and more on today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. It's so nasty that it's probably somewhat of a travesty having me. Then he told the people you can call me your majesty. Keep your battery charged. He know it won't stick, yo. And it's not his fault you kick slow. Should've let your trick hold, chick hold your sick glow. Plus nobody couldn't do nothing once he let the brick go. And you know I know that's a bunch What's of up, everybody? Welcome so back. Welcome back. Welcome back to episode 168 of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. New year, same us. Same us. I'm Jared. What up, people? I'm Jake. <laughs> and we're back and at it again. Flip the script on last year, going into this year. What's up, Jay? How was, how was uh, your 2021 started the first few days of the year? First few days, seeing this is only the third day. So far, so good. Um, yeah, I can't uh, complain just yet. Cross your fingers. It's going to be a decent start to the year. Uh, I'm not making no predictions. I saw how last year started out. And yeah, I don't want that to be the case this year. So yeah, we shall see. We shall see. How about you? How was your New Year's celebration? Did you guys do anything? Pop fireworks or uh, ring in the New Year? Go to sleep? Yeah. Didn't care? <laughs> Yeah, we um, we hung out and played games at the house. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we made what did we what did we do that night for, for food? I guess we ordered some Asian food uh, from nice. a place over here that was pretty good. Uh, hung out, watched the you know I don't know like just play a game, watched the ball drop just barely, and the kids had some like all these confetti poppers and noisemakers and stuff. So that's what they did. We didn't pop fireworks, even though we could have. Uh, but we had a lot of people around us, uh, you know, popping fireworks. So, uh, yeah, that was good. Uh, you know, it was just good to turn the page on last year. We'll just say it like that. Um, sure. So, yeah. So, uh, you know, excited about uh, starting a new a new year as always. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, that's that's about it. And, and also uh, my mom and sister, uh, you know, were visiting for. Right. Christmas holiday, they left a couple days before New Year's, so, you know, it was sort of bittersweet, uh, you know, having them hang out with us for so long and then having to leave, uh, you know, it's always yeah. always sad, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, they, they made it back home okay, you know, they're, they're chilling, yeah. relaxing before they have to get back into their daily grind coming up, so. Yeah, so. your mom's retired right now, did she retire oh, yeah. already? Yeah, yeah, okay. she's, she's okay. retired. She's, so she's uh, just chilling at home. Yeah, she this year she wanted to she wanted to um, she wanted to start maybe substitute teaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, you okay. know, get a little, you know just like make a little side money and whatnot. And she, I know right. she did it a few different times. Uh, and so, but now she's like you know with the holidays coming around, with it being winter time, you know, with I guess the number of corona cases you know still yeah. rising and yeah. going all over the map in Texas. You know, she just said she's going to take a break for a little bit. So I hear yeah. that. Totally yes, understand indeed. that. Yes, indeed. That's so, good. Yeah. But other than that, though, yeah, she's she's just hanging out, working out, you know, doing a little good. doing a new meal plan situation, you know, get okay. her health in order. And, and she'd never been unhealthy, I thought. But um, yeah. I think she's just trying to yeah. continually uh, 
you know, work on herself, which is a good thing. So that's a good thing when you're uh, getting up, up in age. I know I try to get my folks to to do some things. My parents are both in their seventies, so you know they're. Uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna say their health is like deteriorating or anything like that. I mean, they both have their health problems. You know, various yeah. things, cancer, diabetes, that that type of stuff. But oh, thank you. You know, it's uh, still good, no matter what age, just to keep your heart going, you know, keep it beating, yeah. uh, get some conditioning and, and stuff in. So, yeah, yeah, totally understand what your, you know, your mom is, yeah. is trying to do right now. Yes, indeed. And speaking of your parents, I got to chat with them a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a, a couple of days, maybe the day before New Year. I can't remember. Uh, right. Uh, yeah, I, I talked to your mom and talked to your dad for a little bit. So for Christmas this year, uh, one of the presents I got uh, from, or I guess the present I got from my sister, uh, was a um, a grinder attachment and sausage mm-hmm. attachment for, uh, you know, for one of my for one of my products to make sausage or one of my devices to make sausage um, nice. or make you know burgers or you know ground whatever ground meat ground yeah veggies. so yeah so, so meat grinder type yeah there you go so i uh there you go and so i i uh so i was like man i want to learn how to make boudin and your mom was like well or my mom was like you need to call you need to call uncle blue because he has the best recipe i was like all right so called them and talked to them and it was a good conversation and he gave me all the all the tips and tricks and surprisingly the i i thought the recipe would be way more involved than it actually is and it's it's mm-hmm. pretty basic uh and then your mom followed mm-hmm. up you know and then the next day your mom actually sent me a message and said hey i talked to my cousins who made it all the time you know yep. here is their recipe too and i basically it lined up so nice. so yeah so i'm i was planning on uh today uh actually making the boudin i've already cooked the meat for it um but I didn't have enough time to do it last night to finish it out last night. So I plan on it today. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see how time works today. Uh, but I, I, I have, I have the, the toughest part done, the meat part. So I just got to do the seasoning and all the rest of the stuff. Well, I guess the toughest part is probably stuffing it in the, uh, in the uh, the pig casings, the hog. Yeah. Casings. But other than yeah. that, yeah, man, I'm I'm excited for that. I'm excited to learn how to make some sausage and and boudin and everything else that goes along with it so nice nice be another product on the on the assembly line i guess yeah yeah we'll we'll see we'll see i um i know i have some ideas that you know could potentially work with it so we'll see if mm-hmm. we'll see if i can actually make my ideas you know come to life or if i make boudin and it's horrible and i never want to make it again so <laughs> <laughs> hey man no, you know you just gotta be persistent Everybody got their own boudin technique and yeah. and way of doing things. So yeah. Oh, I've I've come to find that out. I you know I, I I've looked at a lot of videos on YouTube, um, people doing it. People, everybody from you know uh, everybody from uh, from uh, you know Karen Crow uh, all the way to okay. to yep. people from yep, yep. like New York City, and I'm just like, all right. Uh, and I also know to not trust. A black dude who has his, who has a ponytail bun, who calls Boudin, or who call, who calls Boudin, Boudin. Don't. Nope. Yeah. Oh, I, I ain't trusting that dude. Nope. No, no, <laughs> no. Don't trust him. Um, Don't trust him. 
I will also not trust, uh, you know, a, a lady who makes a boudin king cake. I, I'm not sure about that. Oh, okay. I've I mean, it may those. taste good. I've heard of it those. I want to try it. I'm curious. But um, if they're not from Louisiana, I, ain't, I don't want so much trusted. Not from southern know. Louisiana, I should say that. Yeah, I don't know if this lady was from there. I, I don't know where she was from. But uh, I, I, I saw a couple of really good uh, technique videos from some people who have the accent. They know how to pronounce it. They make it, you know, the old way or, you know what I'm saying? They, they make it in a way that seems, mm-hmm. you know, pretty, uh, pretty authentic. And, you know, but based on their accent, being from Louisiana, I know where they're from. So I'm like, all right, I can I can at least trust most of your video. So nice. <laughs> so anyway, good. yeah, man. Yeah. So that was cool. It's good to talk to your parents, too. And just, you know. Because I hadn't, I, I guess the last time I talked to them was around their, uh, on their anniversary maybe. Or maybe, you know, maybe one of those Thanksgiving or Christmas or Thanksgiving Zoom, Zoom call that, that uh, yeah, yeah, was yeah. set up. So Those things are always the wildest <laughs> rides because there's like a million folks. I know, I'm exaggerating. There's always like 30 folks in there mm-hmm. and everybody's just talking and talking and no <laughs> And of course, my dad, he can't hear good. So he's just like, he's just talking. <laughs> he's just talking. He's just talking up a storm and yeah. everybody pop up, little face pop up. Then he'll shout them out and start talking over somebody else's conversation. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's funny. It's, it's funny. Right. Hopefully, uh, you know, this year we'll, we'll get some, we'll all be able to, to come together for something, something or another. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Speaking of coming together, I know uh, in Budan, I know my dad was talking about once this <clears> stuff is over, he was going to have like a butchery, uh, which is like a butchery for those people who uh, are out, don't know, but it's pretty much just slaughtering the hog and making sausage, Budan, mm-hmm. crackling and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Your mother knows a lot about that. I think the last, I think I got it on film the last time he did when I think. Your mom, your mom might have been there. Might not have been there. This was long ago, maybe yeah. like late nineties. I remember uh, that. Late nineties. I don't. Remember I remember that. Exactly. Yeah, I, I do remember that happening. Was I there? I don't think I was I there. I can't remember. But yeah. I don't think I was there. I do remember it though, because uh, I yeah. remember them talking about it, and I was like, and that that was like the first time I, I heard that. You know, your dad was like slaughtering a hog. I was like, what? Like, for real? Like, at his house? He's like, yeah. And they're like, yeah. yeah. And so yeah, I remember hearing the about squeamish. the process. Yeah, not I remember hearing the about the process. And I was like, man, I don't know about that. I just thought it was wild. But then again, I didn't know that that was the way. So. Yeah, that <laughs> is the way. That is the way. Very yeah. Mandalorian-like. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, and speaking of Mandalorian, I have not finished uh, this second season. Oh, I watched man. I watched a couple more episodes, and then I, we just got busy. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't finish up. So man. I plan on it though. As I I'm telling you, I plan. And I know that there's been some big things happened in the past, and like in the last few episodes of it. So mm-hmm. uh, last couple of episodes of it, uh, you know, which there's no way to get around spoilers anywhere now on the internet. Yes. So yes. so I just haven't. Yes. As a Star Wars fan, you need to check it out. 
Oh yeah, I I I know that. So it's gonna happen. So it's gonna happen. I'm definitely gonna make it happen. But anyway, so yeah, man. Uh, you know, so happy New Year to y'all people out there. Uh, very uh, ho- hopefully everybody's New Year started off well. Um, you know, hopefully uh, uh, everybody has, has started on the right foot, and um, you know, everybody's decided to be less of a Karen or a Kyle this year. Uh, as my kid would call him, oh, Kyrie, the man version of a kid. But we already got Karen activities for the first of the year, uh, so always, always, unfortunately. But hey, um, you know, if you do your part to, to be less of a Karen and less of a Kyle, that means there'll be one less person that people can make fun of when you're caught on camera. So just remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, let's see here. I know we have. A voicemail, uh, voicemail. So, uh, let me see. When was this sent? Looks like it was sent uh, just before the beginning of the new year, uh, mm-hmm. at the end of last year. So, yeah. Uh, if you don't mind, Jay, tell the people how and where they can leave us a voicemail, and then we'll listen up. All right, people. Three eight five three B L A B L A K P C or three eight five three two five two five seven two. That's where you can give us a call. Tell us what you're up to. What you got planned for the new year? All that mm-hmm. shebang. All that shebang. All right, here we go. First and only call of the day. Three, two, one. Hashtag Blackout Podcast. It's me, Memphis Diva 99, coming to you live and direct from my workplace, which is right now in the kitchen. Um, <laughs> working from home, you know. <laughs> well, guess what? Memphis is back on phase one because these people won't wear their masks. We are the highest COVID positive folks in the nation. Mm. Yeah. So they shut down places after nowhere to go after 10, stuff like that, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, you know, interested interesting but um so yesterday i went outside in my carport and guess what the voodoo cat brought me (laughs) a dead mouse now i'm sure it's coming from a neighbor's house over there next door because they just refuse to you know clean up i have to get on them about their yard and trash and stuff so um yeah there was a dead mouse in my um Cat was just trying to be friends. Maybe so. That's the only thing I could think of. That's like a peace offering or something. Maybe he doesn't know what like humans eat. So because I'm sure it would have devoured the the mouse um, Mm -hmm. if it was hungry. Or you know, I don't know. I think it's a peace offering. That's what I'm gonna go with. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think I think it's messing with her. I think it's I think it's trying to I think it's trying to give her a subtle message. Um, 
I don't know what uh, the subtle message is. Um, but keep leaving mouse heads and bird heads. You know what I'm saying? Maybe the cat Maybe the cat wants to be taken in. Maybe the cat just needs a new home, Kayla. Maybe that's what it yeah. is. Cat needs a new home. It's like, hey, I keep eating my food and, and leave it for. here. You know, eat, eat my devouring my little food and leaving it here. I just need somebody to, you know, to take care of me. So I don't have to be out here just trying to find birds and rats all the time. You know, I need a new place to stay. Yep. And you could feed you could feed the cat some fancy feast. Some <laughs> the cat food. Kibbles and kibbles and bits. Wait, what is that? Dogs, or maybe That's kibbles dogs. and bits is cats. Okay. Uh, they, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it just maybe needs something. Just need some love. Either way. Could feed it some goldfishes. Cat mm. version of goldfishes. goldfishes. Anyway. Yes, that's funny. Well, hey, uh, you know, thank you for that uh, call, Kayla. Uh, hopefully the new year has started and uh, the, the voodoo cat has left and is not coming back. Uh, or you've taken the voodoo cat in and become friends. Um, or um, or you guys have uh, had a chat and uh, been able to work out your differences uh, so you can now live, uh, you know, with a symbiotic relationship. You know, the voodoo cat, uh, you know, taking care of the mouse and rat population uh, and you, um, I don't know, giving them food. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're not killing them with your car, <laughs> whatever it is. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty funny. Wow. Okay. So thanks for the voicemail. Um, yeah. Uh, so, all right. I know uh, as the year sort of ended uh, last year, uh, or was that maybe the first of this year? I can't remember. Uh, you know, seeing that, uh, you know, one of your favorite uh, music uh, icons had passed away um, and the family, you know, just sort of letting everybody know about it, uh, as well mm-hmm. as, you know, uh, uh, several other people, you know, that passed um, so I know you, I know we just sort of wanted to, to touch on that real quick and, and talk about um, doom and, and everyone else. So, yeah, so you can start that off. Well, I <laughs> mean, everybody's pretty much uh, was caught off guard by this post. But I'm, I'm going to start off with this. Um, so the past few weeks, as you said, there's been quite a few hip hop icons uh, staples in hip hop that have like passed on, passed away. Um, I start off with uh, Ecstasy from Houdini. He died at 56. That was mm-hmm. that was pretty. That was a pretty devastating blow, if you want to call it that. Uh, you know, he iconic group Houdini. He passed away. Then, uh, what is my man's name? Shabadu. Uh, what is his real name? Adolfo uh, Quinones. I think that's his, his real name. Um, he passed away at 65. I didn't even know he was that old, but mm-hmm. he passed away. He was like a star breaking and breaking two. He was part of the yeah, the, that's uh, the group, the Lockers. Um, they performed on like Soul Train and, you know, went on to do shows and stuff. Um, so he passed away. Uh I think we mentioned Tiny Zeus Lister the last episode. But then on the 31st, Daniel Dumoulay, which everybody knows at whom most people or everybody knows is MF Doom. Mm-hmm. 
we got the word that he passed away, but not on the 31st of December, but on the 31st of October, his wife put up a post and uh, mentioned and said, you know, they were announcing his death. And I, at first, I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it. I belonged to a, like a group on Facebook, uh, Mechanics Lounge, which is part of the Felipe's Garage podcast. You know, shout out to them. But they got a, a lounge on there for, for people, you know, to go post. And somebody posted up there. And I was like, no, nah, I refuse mm-hmm. to believe this. And, you know, me and another guy were talking. And he was like, I know he was talking. Talking about changing his name, changing the moniker of MF Doom. So I'm like, yeah, that must be it. He must be killing off the MF Doom and going with something else. So, mm-hmm. but as all the articles started to roll in, we get word that it was true, and it was wow. It was it was tough, man. That was a that was a tough one to end the year off. You know, especially. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like some 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 type of doom thing to to release on the 30th the last day of the craziest year that we've yeah. had you know uh yeah it's it was just a very tough thing to, to do so i've been like jamming out to doom like for the past few days you mm-hmm. know since hearing that um so it's uh yeah definitely a, a heartbreaking thing and it's cool to see you know the whole hip-hop community you know, come together, showing love for for him. Obviously, he wasn't like a big radio star. Um, mm-hmm. He's not going to be that that particular star. So, yeah, it's a it was a tough one, man. You know, yeah. seeing this is I've been knowing Doom's music or knowing Doom of Doom and his music since maybe I think it was like. 2000 when i was introduced to him by you know by a guy in college i know he had mm-hmm. uh what was the first album mf doom shucks i think the first album i had was mf doom that came out in 99 i think and anyway yeah so in 2000 i was like introduced to him and then just kind of keeping track of track of his uh catalog since then but yeah, yeah it's just a uh, one of those heartbreaking things, man, for you know, for fans to to see this happen, see that that particular person because he's like, he's one of those people like you think can't die. You know, yeah. you don't think about death with with somebody like that, but he can't die, and his memory won't die, his music won't die, and you know, uh, his influence definitely won't die. So, yeah, shout out to shout out to the uh, you know the Maz villain doom you know all this little metal face babies out there you know uh yeah crying rust colored tears so yeah definitely definitely uh very heartbreaking so yeah that's all i got for for doom man rest in peace yeah yeah yes indeed yes indeed and i was not uh i was not like I guess I was not, uh, you know, super aware of all of his music. I was only introduced to him by you within the past Mm -hmm. couple years, Uh, um, you know, but uh, I have, you know, respect for what he did as an artist. And then, you know, like you said, you know, seeing the hip hop community, you know, sort of come together and remember him. I saw that. What was it? I think I can't remember who it was, but somebody said, you know, um, 
artists should call instead of calling them limericks now should call them doomricks um you know pronounced with his name because he was you know oh um, so the um uh it was it was lufe that said uh you know artists shouldn't uh use like the word simile it'll be oh doom- yeah doomalays doomalays there you go doomalays i thought yeah. it was limerick See how I know. That? So I knew, I knew <laughs> yeah. it was one of those. I knew it was one yeah. of those terms. It's all. It's all good. So yeah. yeah but it, you know, uh, you know, as I as I said, like artists coming out, you know, showing love. He did a, Lupe did a freestyle and and you know to memorize him to, and then uh, most deaf he came out and he did a, um, he did like a little, little video, you know, in, in remembrance of him, and then uh, also. Shout out to this young guy who we've mic checked way back in the past, Javen. Actually, Javen, uh, what is he known by back then? Javen the Javen Great. Javen the, the Great. The, the greatest rapper in Tacoma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. The, the, he came out and he did a, a a song, and that was real dope. Shout out to, to Javen, man. Uh, we we okay. might have to try to get him on the show in the future. Um, but he came Javen out and the he did a song, so that was, that was, that was pretty. Uh, that was pretty good. I think he dropped the grade off of it, but I think he's just like Javen Jackson or something on YouTube. Mm. But yeah, yo, so all these people coming out showing love is good. You know, he'll be remembered. I'm sure there'll be a bunch of people. I'm sitting here looking at one of my little Doom toys that I got uh, on the side of me. So mm-hmm. yeah, Operation Doomsday, that's what it was. Yeah, I'm thinking in my head now, I said MF Doom. Operation Doomsday was the first one. That I uh, that I was introduced to way back in the day, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, hopefully twenty twenty one. It's too early to tell. Knock on wood. Hopefully nothing crazy starts up. But ugh, what a way to end the year. Yeah, definitely. You know, definitely a, a, an extremely rough way to end the year. Um, you know, I I just. Like I said before, you know, I was hoping that being hopeful that people, you know, weren't Karens, uh, you know, weren't being Kyles and Karens this year. But, you know, there's always always has to be some. So um, it's never going to stop. Yeah. So I I think uh, there's a there's a a couple of funny uh, Instagram and Twitter accounts that you can follow where you can just sort of watch videos and laugh at people being you know, idiots. Uh, so one of them is mm. Karen's Unhinged on Instagram. No. Uh, yeah, so you just watch that and <laughs> just see people. It sounds like some know. girls going wild type stuff. Yeah, well, no, it's it's more like, it's more like, um, you know, people uh, uh, not wearing their masks and, you know, trying mm. to be demandy, uh, you know, trying to accuse other people of stealing their property or holding their property of hostage. Course. Uh, you know, saying that this is a, I woke up in a free country so I can do whatever I want to do. Uh, mm. uh, you know, people trying to tackle, uh, you know, tackle kids for stealing their phones, even though, you know, mm-hmm. they lost their phone somewhere else and shouldn't even have been where they were, you know, things like that. Um, yeah. you know, just, just people just trying to, trying to claim, uh, stuff that's not theirs, you know, try, trying to claim, uh, Definitely trying to trying to claim uh, you know rights that you know aren't necessarily theirs. It's always funny. So of course, yeah. So never just, gonna just, get rid of the kin of the Karen. No, no, you really won't. You really won't. Yeah. Did you see that one kin got a got a, a iced tea to the face? 
calling uh oh calling yeah somebody the the n word. Where you from? Where you from? Where the fuck you from, nigga? You from here? Get the fuck out of here, you a clown, nigga. Oh God, you a clown, nigga. You from here? You a clown? Yeah, yeah, that dude, and they call him, they call him the Mr. TKO. <laughs> Mr. TKO, yeah. With the T. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw geez. that. You know, and I guess, I guess, uh, what is it? Uh, some, some, you know, online news uh, magazine did a sh- uh, did an article on him, saying that you know the guy was like you know when he walked in the in the convenience store, uh, this the, the the Mr. TKO when he walked in the convenience store he saw this. You know, this guy uh, and his friends, uh, I guess, talking to the cashiers behind the register. And it seemed like, you know, he was already calling them names. And he was like, man, I hope this dude mm-hmm. is gone by the time I get to the register. So he didn't pay him no mind. And he got up there and the guy was still, you know, popping off at the mouth. And he turned around and started talking to him. Uh, and the guy's like, you know, just just don't say that. You know, don't don't call anybody that blah, blah. And he just tried to keep it calm. And, you know, as you saw in the video, it just escalated. And I guess the guy, I guess he was like, he tried to kick the tea out of my hand uh, and he missed That's or he didn't really it, yeah. hit me. And then, you know, next thing you know, he got a tea to the face. <laughs> and then and then he was like, and he was like, you could tell his friends weren't really into what he was saying because they weren't really trying to back him up on it. But they didn't mm-hmm. tell him to stop because they didn't want to, you know, I guess maybe look like punks. I don't know. So they just sort of stood there. Um, and yeah, and he got, he got, you know. He got knocked out or he got hit in the face. And then I guess the guy was like, yeah, so I was, uh, what did he say? He's like, he's like, I got in my car and then I called my wife and he was like, um, on my way home, you know, I only was driving two blocks away. He was like, he was like, I told my wife, I just hit somebody. You know, he was like, I just hit, I just hit somebody with a can of tea. And his wife was like, yeah, I know the lady who was recorded already has 5,000 views. And that was only wow. minutes before. It was, I That's guess she crazy. was like doing it live or something like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he, he said a two block, two block drive home. He already had, <laughs> already had people were already viewing that and sharing it. So that's that was crazy, man. Yeah. Don't don't be that dude. Don't Definitely that not. Dude to get, not in twenty twenty one. Don't do it with the can of twisted tea. Mm. You know that had to hurt though. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. A full yeah. ice cold can. That was one of those long cans too, where you could really grip it and swing it like a bat. Yes. So. Yes, mm, man. Mm, mm. Wow. Wow. Have you had to grab something in in uh, in defense of yourself, or you know, just because you got mad, like uh, you know, any type of object where you was about to fight fight somebody with? Uh, thankfully, no. I don't think I have. Um, I, I mean, not not like a not like a serious fight. I've always had play fights with you know family and friends, mm-hmm. but like nothing nothing where I was like you know ready to you know grab something and throw down. Um, yeah. How about you? I I've had to grab I've grabbed something, and I, I'll tell you. So this was back in college, I think it was. And we, you know, me and some friends, we were down in, uh, we were, you know, partying down Bourbon street, just chilling, whatever. We were in this little bar. Uh, so like, a, yeah, it's like a bar. 
at the back of the bar and we were just sitting down, you know, hanging out. Actually, we were all standing up and this drunk guy, of course, it's like littered with drunk guys, drunk people down there. And he's just out, popping his mouth mm-hmm. just at one of my friends. And, uh, and I was behind him and I grabbed the beer bottle that was on the table and I was about to swing it across his head. <laughs> but, you know, one of my one of my boys looked at me and he's just like shaking his head like, no, don't don't do that. Because mm-hmm. I, I was really about to clock him over the head. Um, yeah. Because, you know, you know, you don't really be talk, coming up to nobody talking that type of, you know, mess, especially by yourself no, to yeah, a bunch no, of black guys. So, yeah, he got lucky. I got lucky because I probably could have got arrested or worse. Uh, well, yeah, I could have got arrested. Uh, yeah. But yeah. anyway, that was all in the past. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's that's crazy. Yeah, man, you just I don't know, man. It's it's always one of those things. You you see some of these situations, um, see some of these situations and you you uh, you just have to what it what it is. You, you just have to be like, man. I'm glad that this happened in this time frame at this mm. location rather than like now or rather than during the summer when there was a bunch of civil unrest, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and there still is, I know, um, or rather than, you know, another time or another place where, you know, it could have been worse for you. So, yeah, I remember doing something really stupid in college, but it wasn't stupid. It, I don't know. It was it was sort of stupid and not stupid. Um we had a, let's see here. It was my freshman year. The the building, the two buildings behind us, the uh, our school was actually tearing down um, because they were putting up uh, some apartments and some other buildings there. Uh, so they're basically, you know, doing construction, you know, and, and demolishing these buildings during the day. Well, my friends and I would always sit on the back stoop, uh, you know, where we lived and just sort of chat and stuff like that, hang out. Uh, mm-hmm. And obviously we saw this. So so, you know, we'd seen a couple of our, a couple of our friends doing this and, and they were like, Hey, uh, you know, we should throw, we should just try to throw rocks and see if we could bust a window, like see what the farthest window away is we can bust. Cause they had everything, you know, sort of, sort of gated off with the fence. Right. So, you know, you could only walk up to the fence or whatever. Um, but you know, these buildings were, you know, I don't know, like, like a hundred yards long or something like that. So somebody was like, yeah, let's see, uh, let's see, you know, how far, what's the farthest, you know, f- window you could break blah 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 or if you could hit it you know and we were just being silly you know stupid young kids so we were sitting there we're just throwing rocks and like chunking rock breaking windows and i mean Mm -hmm. we had some pretty good accuracy i gotta say um pretty deadly accuracy on that and so then um i don't know why i don't know i don't know why we decided i don't know why this happened but we saw like the cops like we saw like campus police come around the corner and say hey Stop throwing them rocks. And they started walking real fast. Tell me why. Tell me why one of my friends starts to take off. So that makes everybody else decide to take of off. Course. We were like, of course. Of course. Like, you running. We got to run. So we all run away. And why would we run around from the back of the building to the front of the building, which, uh, <laughs> you know, which try to rock, run around from the back of the building to the front of the building where the lobby is. I don't know. Maybe we're just trying to run around to the front to, to get into where our rooms are so we could like, you know, go and hide. I don't know. It was, I don't know what the thought process, but it was like definitely flight, you know, at that, that point instead of flight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but then, uh, you know, getting, getting to the lobby, um, 
you know, the, the two officers that were, or the two campus police guys that were ch- chasing us down, like, caught us. And they were like, they are like, hey, come back, come back over here. So, you know, we were, like, walking around with them, talking, we were like, we heard somebody was throwing rocks, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, like, one of my friends was like, I wouldn't throw any rocks. Noah Ginwell, his backpack that he had on had dust in it <laughs> from all the rocks that he had put in there to, like, you know, that we could just sort of, Swing like, it. pick from and throw. So... So I was just like I was I was with him. We weren't throwing anything. So so That's the guy right. like you know he, he was like we heard some somebody called us said you know there was loud noises somebody was throwing rocks breaking windows you know uh, this is campus property you know don't don't do that blah 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 and then somebody's like but they were tearing it down so like what does it matter if the windows get broken or not because there's a bulldozer knocking it down every day or you know like a big wrecking ball actually. Uh, and they're like, well, just just don't do it. You know, it's causing disruption. I mean, it was probably like 11 mm-hmm. o'clock at night. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that was that was it. But I was, you know, after that was said and done, you know, I was just like, man, well, I was like, thankfully, you know, nothing worse happened. And later on that school year, uh, there was there was reports of like a campus rape um, and the mm-hmm. rapist was on the loose. And of course, of course, the description fit you know, your description 80% of the black people that were oh. on campus. Yeah. First of all, there weren't many black yeah, people on campus yeah. that, you know, because most of the black people on campus were athletes. Uh, if mm-hmm. you were there and you were not an athlete, you were just there for school and you, you know, you're a smart kid or whatever they want to call it. So, um, yeah. So, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, we'll, we'll say more like 60%, you know, uh, uh, of the, of the male black population was, was um, fit the description, so I was like, man, you know, you you just you just got to be thankful that you know, a you weren't picked up around that time frame, or you weren't mm-hmm. targeted, you know, by the police at that time frame, and they all, and also, if you think about it, you know, the campus police that that ran us down definitely had a lot better training than these cops do right now, because you know, it could it could have went sideways quickly, especially seeing people run away from a quote unquote, you know, scene. Um, uh, crime mm-hmm. scene or whatever you want to call it, but yeah, um, yeah, man, uh, that's that's the only time where I think that I really, you know, felt like I was in danger of uh, potentially, uh, you know, getting picked up for something, and right. and thankfully it didn't go sideways, and thankfully it was in the time and the place where it was, uh, and also the guys, you know, probably had enough wherewithal to say, yeah, we know they're tearing this down, so just just knock it off, you know what I'm saying. Slap on the hand, knock it off instead of like yeah. escalate it. Even yeah, though, even though they did say that if we, yeah, even though they did say like if we have to come back out here again, we're gonna call your parents. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh man, that's that's funny. It's like high school stuff. <laughs> yeah, we'll call your parents. It's like, gonna send you to the office and call your mama. So, that's funny. yeah, goodness, but, goodness gracious. That's wild. Well, good old days. Ah, boy. The good old days. Young and anyway. dumb. Yes, yes. Being silly, being dumb, you know, mm-hmm. being characters, you know what I'm saying? Just doing what you want to do. But how about this? Speaking of characters, uh, uh, speaking of being a character, so on the mm-hmm. last episode of Twinkie Twinkie, uh, my sister... Jasmine, a sweet November desserts. Uh, follow her on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, she's also single, uh, so she needs a really, really good man uh, that enjoys sweets. Um, 
but you know, know how, knows how to take care of the business as well. Uh, <laughs> all that aside, on that last episode, uh, she said uh, she said maybe you know we can do this on a future episode. We could rank Samuel L. Jackson movies. Uh, I thought about Samuel L. Jackson characters because you know he has any number yeah. of great characters that he's played. Right, right. Um, yeah, maybe like our top, you know, three to five Samuel L. Jackson characters. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. so so I think we can try that. Uh, you know, right now. Uh, what what do you Let's think? Do what, do, what what do we think? Well, my- we can we can list off some movies. We can list off characters. You know, whatever you want to do. So. Uh- I, uh, I mean, I guess we could list off the character by movie. I don't yeah. know what. Okay, uh, just whichever. Yeah, yeah, just whichever. Um, yeah. I can tell you my number one right now. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know if you want to go forwards or backwards or just start throwing them out there. Mm-hmm. But um, Jules Winfield from Pulp Fiction is like my number one mm-hmm. uh, Samuel L. Jackson character. Yes, indeed. All yeah, right. Wow. That, that's, that's your number, number one, one, huh? That's my number one. Ooh, man, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. There's so many. He has, He's had so many amazing characters and amazing mm-hmm. movies. Um, oh, wow. I, I will say this. Um, one of my favorite, uh, you know, one of my favorite characters that he played was... I mean, a character that I don't even know if he was if he was credited in the original film uh, mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, they may not have put credits for everybody. But when he played the robber uh, on Coming to America yeah. um, in uh, in the McDowell's, you know, that was that That's was an amazing character. That was that was one of the that was one of the more memorable characters of a movie that had. I mean, so many memorable characters, and that was one of his, you know, one yeah. of his better roles way back in the '80s. So yeah, so whatever his okay. character name was, then I love that. That would probably be my just top Robert, one. Just Robert number one. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think my next one would uh, be Mister Glass, uh, or, or uh, how was his name? Elijah uh, Elijah Price. Elijah Elijah Price. Price? No, I'll just go Mr. Glass. I don't Elijah remember Price. Mr. Glass. Mr. Glass from uh oh, okay. Um from Unbreakable and then the shit, what was the second one? Was it uh not Split? Um uh, what was the sequel to Split and Unbreakable? The one where him and Bruce Willis and uh other guy, what was the name of that movie? Anyway, he played Mr. Glass in, in those two two movies anyway. So I thought he did a great job at that. Um, mm-hmm. That was a memorable character for me. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was a good character. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, let's see here. I got to say Mace Windu uh, from Star mm-hmm. Wars. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. It was the first time you see, you know, it. All before that, you'd only seen a few, uh, you know, Jedi. Uh, but when Samuel L. Jackson showed up as Mace Windu, you're like, okay, a black Jedi who's just as cold as any of the other ones, and he mm-hmm. has a purple lightsaber. Like, what? That's dope. So that lean, um, that lean saber mm-hmm. must be from Houston. Yeah, that's that's what it Probably is. From the south, he got that lean. Yeah, he was <laughs> he was from uh, he was from uh, south. Uh, what you call it? Um, 
He, let's see, what do they call it? I, I can't remember what the name of the city was. Uh, Star Wars fans would be mad at me, but yeah, he was he was uh, from South Boba Fett land. I don't know what they call. It. I can't remember it. Now. So, <laughs> South South Central Tatooine. There you go, South Central Tatooine. No, he's he's from uh, he's from South Park Tatooine. Houston people know what I'm talking about. He's from South Park, or he's from uh, yeah. You know, he's from uh, uh, I don't know uh, Fifth Ward. You know. It, yeah. Tatooine. Fifth Ward Tatooine. From that fifth. There you go. With nice. the lean saber. Uh, I like it. Yeah. I think another uh, character that I really liked, and I'm going to have to watch this movie again, with um, Steven from Django Unchained. Mm. Mm-hmm. That was a great, he did a great job as the the house the house slave, the old house slave. Mm-hmm. You know, the instigator. Yeah. The, uh, that that guy, you know, yeah. So that's yeah, true. He was he, he was pretty wild. That was a that was a great character that he that he played in that one. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, yeah, man. I, I I saw that and I was like, wow. He is he's actually really, really, really good at that. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it was yeah. it was a shock. So yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, let's see here. Wow, I didn't even know he was in RoboCop. What? Um, the f- wait the first the first ser- uh, second uh, second remake. Let's see here. I can't remember. Uh, I got I have uh, both though, uh, the old ones and the new ones. But yeah, so twenty twenty fourteen. So he was in the newer version. Okay, so it's the newer version. Okay. Yeah, I would say I would say you know another favorite character of mine is uh, playing Nick Fury uh, in the Avengers um, series. Yeah. Uh, in Marvel's Avengers series, uh, just because obviously Nick Fury from the comics is a white dude, uh, he plays mm-hmm. as black dude, but you know he plays uh, a very good, uh, you know, plotting leader of the good team that also has a little bit of a dark side, you know, a, a really hard dark edge to him. Uh, so mm-hmm. you know, I definitely, uh, you know, I definitely appreciate the work that he had on that, and you know, of all the people that you know sort of came and went uh, over the course of time, he was there. Um, you know, for all of those movies, uh, uh, you know, where it required him to be in. Uh, so, yeah, so I appreciate him as Nick Fury and, uh, you know, basically holding holding all the Marvel superheroes um, together. So I love that. I love that role. So Nice. Uh, one, another one I like that I don't think, well, it probably wasn't a popular movie. It was one eight seven. Do you remember seeing that movie? He was the teacher, Mister uh, Mister 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 Garfield. No, yeah, Mister Garfield. Yeah, he got stabbed up by Method Man. He was like this teacher that a whole bunch of mm-hmm. bad stuff started happening. So he was like in New York, I think it was. He got stabbed up by Method Man in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Then he moved to Los Angeles where he became a teacher. And then he started killing off all of the gang member students. Mm-hmm. And I remember you know, he, he was just yeah. it was just a good it was just a good I thought it was just a good character and a good movie. Um Yeah, it was good. I'm gonna have to revisit that movie. But it's called One Eight Seven. I remember the movie. I uh I didn't good. I have a chance. I, I I remember the movie. I don't know if I've watched it. I probably watched it. I just can't remember. It's been a long mm-hmm. time though. 
Yeah, um, I think that movie came out like late nineties or something. Yeah, late nineties, I believe. Maybe early yeah. two thousand. Late nineties. So yeah, that was a good one. Good character for him. Yeah, that's nice. Okay, so his name and coming his name and coming to America was Hold Up Man. That was his character's there you name. Go. Hold up man. Uh AKA let's see. Mm-hmm. Trying to think. Hmm. Let's see here. I'm trying to think of some movies where he was, you know, maybe not necessarily a full-on action movie. Um, was he in? No, I'm thinking about somebody else. Uh, da, 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 da. What was? Uh, wait, you said Steven. All right, let me think. Um, I, oh man, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of the movie. Uh, he was in. A lot. <laughs> Carl Lee Hadley, Time to Kill. Mm. Time to Kill. He played Carl Lee. Do you remember that movie? I, I vaguely remember. Was that with the uh, not Julia Roberts? Uh, was that Julia Roberts? Oh, it was in that movie. Oh. Um, nah, it was somebody else. Yeah, let's see. No, um, Spider. Something. Long came a spider. No, I don't remember. Let me see. I can't remember the girls. Let me look. Or maybe you're thinking a long kiss goodnight. I don't know. A long kiss goodnight. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay, never mind. Yeah. So, A Time to Kill, 1996. It was him. It was Matthew McConaughey. It was Sandra Bullock. Sandra Kevin Bullock. Spacey. Yes, yes. Yeah. In Canton, Mississippi, a fearless young lawyer and his assistant defend a black man accused of murdering two white men who raped mm-hmm. his 10 year old daughter inciting violent retribution and revenge from the KKK. Mm-hmm. That was a good character because, you know, he was playing, obviously he was not playing like the traditional regular action role, uh, yeah. you know, and he, he was stepping out of his normal bounds. And this was in 1996. Uh, and he was a good actor, a great actor back then, but, you know, he didn't have the same notoriety as he has right now. But I think that was one of the movies that helped him. Yeah. Um, That's, good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Another another one I liked is this uh, Ordell Ordell character from um, Jackie Brown. That was a mm-hmm. that was a pretty good pretty cool character. I liked him. Um, so yeah, I like oh, yeah. I, I like that he's gotten to work with Quentin Tarantino a lot. A lot. Yeah. It seems like they they are both on the the same page. Dang, he's did a lot of movies. Now that I'm thinking about it. Hmm. Uh, of course, we yeah, mentioned think, Django Unchained. No, Django Unchained was. Wait, is that Quentin Tarantino? Why am I thinking? Or is that that was Quentin Tarantino? Uh, Django Unchained. Um, of course, Jackie Brown, Pulp mm-hmm. Fiction, uh, Hateful Eight. I think he did with with uh, Tarantino. Um, yeah. What else was he? Was he in uh, Kill Bill? No. It's been mm-hmm. a long time since I've seen Yeah, Kill he Bill. was in Kill Bill. Yep. He was in Kill okay. Bill. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, he's did a, a lot of stuff with Tarantino. So it's good they they have that uh, actor-director relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's yeah, cool. He's been in a lot. We'll say that. A whole lot. Um, I think I think 
he apparently has they they say that he has the most acting credits of any actor like of I think he's done the most movies oh, of sure. any actor. Um which is insane. Like it's insane. Mm-hmm. If you look at his IMDB page, um and you know, just check out his his filmography uh, credits as an actor. Right now, it's listed as 192 film credits, which is crazy. Absolutely crazy. And I mean, the first credit that he has uh, as far as an actor goes back to 1973. And who knows if there were more than that mm-hmm. before that. Um, you know, and some of these characters just seem like, uh, you know, seem like, um, you know, sort of secondary characters or characters tertiary or even just like bit roles that he just got to do right. a couple of right. lines or extras but yeah but it's it's sort of wild if you look back at his at his um you know yeah. his, his film credits yeah. um it's also inspiration too because mm-hmm. I, I remember him saying in an interview some time ago that his big break didn't even come until he was like in his 40s Mm-hmm. You know, he's what he's probably like 70 something right now, 71 or two. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so just it's kind of like testament that you stick to your guns. You're going to eventually uh, you're going to eventually get to where you you want to be. Yeah, man. He was in school days. He played two yep. characters in school days. Oh, yeah. That's wild. Man. And he was in a do the right thing. As yeah. the, the radio radio DJ. Wow. I wonder which one he would, would he would have called his big break. I mean, there's school days, there's coming to America, do the right thing. Um, those were all, those were all, you know, movies that were either big at the time or or became, yeah. uh, you know, sort of cult classic. Mo Better Blues. Yeah. Uh, Good If I'm not mistaken, I think he said uh, coming to America was like the the big break for him. I could be wrong, but I think that's what he said, that that movie was the big break for, for him, that they got people's attention, director's attention. And I could see that because you think about it like this. Coming to America had a young and upcoming Arsenio Hall, an mm-hmm. already, you know, worldwide famous Eddie Murphy, John yep. Amos, you know, who would, who would, uh, who was, uh, you know, already a legend in the black, uh, you know, film community. Uh, James Earl Jones. Community. James Earl Jones, like I mean, you go down the list. The list is sort of endless as far as other people. Mm-hmm. Eric LaSalle with his soul glow, <laughs> yeah. you know. There, there were so many people in that movie who had so many ties, uh, you know, in TV and movies um, in Hollywood and New York. So yeah, yeah, so I could definitely see that. That makes sense. Um, I think. Did you see the trailer for the second one? I have I seen it yet? I haven't seen it yet, or I probably no, uh, I haven't seen it yet. You should it's check good. it out. It's it's a uh, it's pretty good. I mean, it doesn't give you too much of you know to like kill the the movie for you, but it, it gives you enough, and you can kind of see like all the characters that he played in the original. All the characters that Eddie Murphy played in the original movie are, are back. Um, mm-hmm. you, you got your you got your sexual chocolate. You got uh the the old men in the barbershop, You know, and I think he's bringing some new characters in there too. So it should it should be a funny movie, coming this month. I think this month, later this month, maybe. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember. Hopefully, it doesn't suck. I just it's just yeah. I'm just scared. Yeah. I'm just scared. I man. know. I'm scared I know. It's, gonna, it's just the, it those iconic movies, man. That and they try to make a sequel, and then it's just bombs. 
So mm-hmm. you know, keep your fingers crossed. Should be should be entertaining. Yes, it's just, it's just wasn't 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 he a character in uh, an anime uh, cartoon? Was he Eddie Murphy? No, I'm talking. I'm sorry. I'm talking about Samuel L. Jackson now. Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel Jackson. Uh, was he? Yeah, was Afro he Samurai. Afro Samurai. There you go. First, yeah. I kept trying to say Samurai Jack, and I was like, I know that's not Samurai Jack. Oh yeah, Afro yeah. Samurai. Yeah, another good character. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully, coming to America too doesn't suck. They yeah. they they're already here well, now, so. Would be pretty Just, funny if Sam's Sam's uh, character from Coming to America made an appearance, tried to rob somebody else. It would be funny, or maybe, uh, or maybe he turned his life around. Who knows? Yeah, it would be funny. Uh, obviously, he would get credits this time as being more than the holdup man, or maybe he would still be the holdup hold man in the credits. Uh, but he get he get he get higher billing than he, he than he would have before, uh, and probably a lot better his, pay. His own McDowell's. <laughs> that could work. Oh, that would be great. The place he tried to rob, he now owns one. Now owns one. He's, you know. Friends with the manager or with the owner, John Amos. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows what happened? Um, I don't know, man. Who knows with that? But yeah, man. But yeah, that's 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 a good look at at a lot of Samuel L. Jackson movies. But there's so many more or characters. But there's so many more. So many more. Right. Yes, and indeed. You can't even name it all. But yeah, I'd, I would. Um, I would love to hear, uh, you know, from our listeners as far as, uh, you know, some of their favorite Samuel L. Jackson characters. Um, you know, he, he's been in a lot of stuff, TV shows, movies, uh, commercials, you know, what's in your wallet, Capital One. He was in the Boondocks and quite a few episodes, obviously, uh, as characters. Yeah, the Boondocks. Um, that was a good character. Uh, Jim Rummy. His name, but Jen Rummy. There you go. Mm-hmm. Him and speaking Charlie of, Murphy. Speaking of gin rummy, uh, speaking of a name of a of an alcoholic beverage uh, as somebody's name, uh, I was watching, I was watching the what is it? A little bit of the Kentucky versus NC State football game yesterday, the uh, the college mm-hmm. uh, uh, bowl game, and right. one of the players, one of the running backs on Kentucky is named Cavassier Smoke. Ah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Come on, man. Covassier. Come on, black parents. Smoke. Come on, black parents. Don't do this. This is the thing. Don't do this. If you name your if if your name is Cavassier, or if you name your child Cavassier, this kid has to succeed at whatever he does. Like he, he has succeed. to be a success. He has to be a success because if he doesn't, you will have just doomed that kid for life with um, An unfortunately I mean, recognizable name. <laughs> how many jobs can you actually get with the name Cavassier Smoke? Can you can I you mean, see your real estate? Can you see the person that sold you your house name Cavassier Smoke on his business card? Uh, hello, uh, my name is Cavassier Smoke, uh, and uh, I would like to be your realtor. I don't know. Nah, I don't, I don't I mean, know, man. Depending on what I can't take you, you seriously with that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. depending on what community you're going to, uh, uh, maybe, maybe not. But then again, uh, you know, I, I've seen the last name Smoke, uh, you know, as a last name. I, most of the time I've seen it as like a, 
as like an athlete's name. That's the most um, noticeable I've seen. But anybody else that last name, I, I hadn't heard it. But Cavassier. Yeah, Cavassier that's, is the first That's kind of like the equivalent of a, a woman who's a stripper named like Hennessy mm-hmm. or Cinnamon mm-hmm. or Mercedes. You Diamond. Know. Diamond. There you go. Hmm. All right. Covassier smoke. Covassier. So this is so this is the thing. If he does not if he does not make it in football, even though he, he was uh he seemed to be a pretty good player in the game. Um I don't know what his draft stock is, but if he doesn't make it professionally in football, which I gotta tell you, I really hope he does, because if you think about it, like like the call, you know, from an announcer, and Cavassier takes the ball. He hits the sideline. They can't catch Cavassier. Cavassier for a touchdown. You got smoked by Cavassier. Mm. You know, there's so that many things. That would be things. pretty dope. That would be pretty you know? dope. Look yeah. at that Cavassier not, smoking yeah. up the competition. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah, but can you imagine him going into a pediatrician? Mm, yeah. Your kid's doctor named Cavassier. Yeah. Doctor Smoke. doctor's Cavassier. Yeah, Dr. Cavassier smoked to the operating room. Yes. Dr. Cavassier. We need Dr. Cavassier in the OR now, pronto. (laughs) He'd be sitting there in the weight room like, hold on a second. Uh, Does does this person need a drink? Dr. (laughs) what? Dr. who? For real. Oh, man. Or, or, you know, maybe, maybe uh, maybe your accountant, you know. Cavassier as your accountant. Would you trust an accountant with the first name Cavassier? I don't, I don't know, know, man. I don't know. Um, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. Cavassier smoke. That's a new one to me. What if he's a barista at Starbucks? Would you trust him more as a barista? Because his name is Cavassier. I mean, he's got to be. I mean, a bartender makes sense. Like that already makes sense. But yeah, that makes sense. Think about a non-conventional yeah. drink-serving position. It's like on his name tag, Cavassier. Maybe Would you like me to add store. a little bit of me to your drink? Cavassier. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. Stick my finger in your frappuccino. Oh, man. Oh, man. Come on. Yeah, nah. <laughs> grab the yeah. Cavassier. Let me tell her, brother. Grab the Cavassier. What is his nickname? It would be Voss? Be Corvy? Maybe maybe they just call him Smoke. That would be a cool nickname, Smoke. That would be cool. Smoke yeah. would be Smoke would be cool. I wonder what his middle is it, name is. Cavassier I gotta, Remy. I gotta find out. I gotta find out. Cor I don't even know how to spell it. Oh there it is. Look, I put I typed in Cavassier. Cavassier smoke is the first thing that popped up. Okay, so the first thing is they don't spell it Cavassier like like the drink, okay. which is another thing that black people do. I'm so sad about that, yeah. but it is what it mm. is. But hey, you come to Utah and you will see every different spelling of a of a normal first name you can imagine. You think, let's say uh, Jonathan, wow. right? J, okay. you got that part right. J O H H N A T H A N J O H N N O T H N. I mean A N. J O N A T I N. 
Okay, come on. What? That's Utah. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so Cavassier. K-A-V-O-S-I-E-Y. Cavassier. It is pronounced Cavassier smoke, though. Cavassier like the drink. Cavassier smoke. He's a running back. He's a sophomore. No middle name. Tumpka, Alabama. He's from Alabama. Uh, let's see here. Sounds right. Uh, let me think. Let me see. Let me see if there's any. Mm, I mean, he seemed like a seemed like a pretty good player, actually. Let's see here. Son of Helen Smoke. So yeah, that's his that's his mom name. Oh yeah, so his siblings Helen Aisha, Smoke. Miranda. Helen, Helen, his Helen. Mom. Helen. Maybe they call her Hella, maybe because she gives Hella smoke. <laughs> maybe she does. You don't want that smoke. Uh yeah, his nickname is Smoke. That's true. Um let's see here. Uh his siblings are Aisha, Miranda, Nadia, and Tay. So they all have, you know, relatively um, you know, normal names, I guess. Uh compared to a Cavassier. Uh, let's see okay. here. Somebody had to name it. So the daddy had to, I don't know, one of them parents had to name uh three of them kids and the other one had mm-hmm. to name got the leftover. Name the last couple of kids, yeah, yeah. Uh let's see here. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what uh oh you know what? This is what I want to see. I want to see if it shows his major. That's what we need to find out right now. Microbiology. What's, it's got it. I hope, I, hope, I hope it's something good. Let's see here. Red shirt, running back, stats historical related. Let's see here. Um, I mean, you know, he, he looks like a good kid. You know, I hope, I hope he is a good kid. Uh, I, hope I hope he's so, man. Good kid, good player. Uh, you know, it seems like it. Let me see if this says what his. I'm about to throw out a, a out a stereotype. But does he have dreadlocks? No, he does not. Okay, uh, good. he does have a hundred dollar smile though. Good, he's a good looking right. kid, like I said. You know, he seems like a good kid. Okay, so his major is community and leadership development. Now I like that. That's good. Okay, good. And he's a sophomore, so he's already he's a redshirt sophomore. So that means I think he's in in actuality a junior, like as far as school's concerned. So that means he's into his coursework. So. So that's a good thing, man. Uh, I hope the, I wish the kid well, whatever he does. Yes, indeed. Um, yes, indeed. Your community leader, Cavassier Smoke. Mm. Think of think of him being think of him being a uh, running as a uh, as a political candidate. President, when you place Smoke. your vote. Yeah, place your vote for Cavassier. Smoke. Vote smoke this November. <laughs> yes to smoke. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. It's having a little bit of fun, but yeah, man, that that's that's one of the best best uh, uh, alcohol. <laughs> Up with smoke, names. down with dope. Up <laughs> <laughs> with smoke, down with dope. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. That's funny. That's funny. Wow. Oh wow! All right, that's that's it. So, um, yeah, if y'all uh, out there uh, uh, have thought of or can, or know of someone, you know, with a really good alcoholic beverage name, maybe you know somebody named 
old day, oldie, I'm sorry, old day, <laughs> oldie, if you know somebody uh, named um, Heineken uh, or, uh, or uh, Coors, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Natty, Odoo, Natty Daddy, uh, if you, uh, <laughs> if you have a, you know, if you have a female friend named, uh, you know, uh, uh, Savignon, you know what I'm saying? Cabernet. Cabernet. Mm. Let us know. We want to know about these friends. We want to know what y'all call them. We want to know what their nicknames are. We want to know what they think about their name and what you felt, what you thought when you first found out that their name was mm-hmm. what it is. You know, it's just uh, know. imagine a old school 70s player named Merlot Brown who drives it's probably it's probably out there it's probably definitely it's possible Merlot Brown Merlot Brown Chardonnay there yeah there's some girls out there named Chardonnay I've heard that before definitely yeah yeah yeah. wow see I'm trying to just find out if there's somebody who went Really deep, really deep into the really deep into the coffers of of names of alcoholic beverage names, and you know, name their kid Bartle James, Bartle James Thompson. Well, maybe there was a couple that had twins, and they <laughs> called them Bartles and James. Oh no! Oh no! That would be bad. Oh, that that would be bad. Jack Daniel. I, I know there's my kids out there Jack. named Jack Daniel. Daniel. I know it. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I know it. You know. I am I sure. All right. Well, that's all I got for today. As we kick in the game. Yeah. I guess before we, before we get out, yeah. send a quick quick shout out to Master P and Baron Davis for trying to buy Adidas for two point four million dollars. Correction, people. It's Reebok. Reebok, people. Reebok. Now back to the show. So shout out to it? them. Start this t- 2.4 billion. Yeah. Oh, billion. I thought you said million. Yeah, okay. B. B, okay. B, B. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully they get to do it. Uh, You know, that would be good. Be the first black owned uh, shoe co- or sneaker brand. Yeah, a major sneaker brand. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I guess there is the big baller brand. We don't want to discount that, but... Yeah. (laughs) And and And, I got to take back my my words about, uh, you know, LeVar Ball, man. I know we kind of trashed him. Uh, We we talked... We weren't sure of his vision. I'll say that. We weren't sure of his vision at the time. For good reason. Of what he was doing with his son. Sons, but apparently all three are. Hey, it's possible all three are, are going to be in the league next. Well, hell, the season just started, so. So, yeah. I'll tell you this. So the middle one, Lamelo. Wait, no, Lamelo is the youngest. One. Yeah, yeah, Leangelo. Yeah, the middle, the middle one was the the questionable player, right? So he got cut. He got cut by whatever. Oh, team did he get cut? Okay. Year. So right now gotcha. I know he's trying to find a job in the league. Uh, you know he's trying to find another team to sign on with, 
Maybe he'll get a G League contract. But this is the thing. First of all, I mean, I got to say this, you know, all kidding aside, obviously, you know, he had a lot of reason for us, for everybody to, to sort of make fun of him. Just just yeah, with his, uh, uh, you know, brash attitude and, and everything that he had for his kids. Uh, you know, he obviously is a proud parent and wants his kids to do well. All three mm-hmm. of his kids, you know, or I guess two of his kids, you know, got to go to college, get an education, even though I think one, uh, you know, uh, uh, got booted off the team early. Um all three of his kids have played professionally. Uh, uh, who was it? The young Lonzo. Lonzo's the oldest. You know, has been yeah. in the league the longest. Still in the mm-hmm. league. Um, the other two uh, played professionally overseas, and have both you know have opportunities in the NBA. Uh, the youngest seems to be the best one because um, he started off the year on yeah. Terry. He, he seems to be like like a young uh, like a young Jason Kidd. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's dropping dimes yeah, right. all over the place. So. So, uh, you know, shout out to them for that. Um, uh, and, and yeah, man, you know, he had a vision, you know, I, I don't know why somebody would buy his $500 shoes, but, you know, obviously if you use the same, same logic as people spend, you know, hundreds of dollars on Jordans, why not? Right. Yeah. Um, that's true. but Hey that's man, true. you know, uh, congrats, congrats to those kids. You know, I hope they all do well in the league. I don't wish any of them wrong. Uh, even though their dad is crazy. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all I got, I think. Should be it. Maybe. Yep. Unless you got something else. What's your plans uh, for the new year? This this uh, year? Any uh, Anything yeah. going forward? I mean, just just make this year a better year than last year. Uh, <laughs> you know, sure. all around. Um, you know, continue to work on myself. Uh, work on my family. Um, and... You know, my business, uh, uh, you know, as it last year, you know, in 20 into 2019 and beginning of 2020, you know, it sort of was taking a new heights. Uh, so to continue to try to build from that. Um, and yeah, and, you know, just sort of, you know, obviously uh, continue to stay close and get closer to my family and friends. Um, you know, that, that's the main thing. Uh, you know, I had started a new job throughout the middle of, of uh, or near the near the middle of 2020 uh and it's worked out really well so far uh, and to continue to grow there mm-hmm. um so yeah that's that's about it yeah. what about you cool man um you know i hadn't thought about it i'm just gonna continue to live life i know you just mentioned mm-hmm. job it's possible your boy could be out of a job uh oh no this year sometime possibly i don't know yet don't know yet uh our company got bought at the end of last year so they're doing like some major mm-hmm. changes major reorganization things yeah. um so not sure where that's gonna lead me i'm not bummed about it for some odd reason um mm-hmm. you know people are getting nervous and stuff at work you know just uh you know with department meetings just listening to people talk i'm just like if it happened it happened you know i've put in almost 10 years there um if i get the boot i uh, I'm like I'm okay. I think I'm okay with mm-hmm. with that change. Uh, am I gonna go back to work for somebody? At this point, no. I don't want to work for nobody. I'm getting older in age. I don't feel like spending the rest of my life working for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd rather just kind of take the take my. I don't want to say take my life into my own hands. That that's kind of silly, but it. 
it's kind of true at the same time. But it but, is, yeah, 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 yeah. It's true. It's true at the same time. I, I just want to kind of do things on my own terms and just make sure my family is is taken care of, and me yeah. just remain, you know, happy and healthy, man. Yeah, well, that's good, man. That's a good thing. And yeah, I I know that I know I know the feeling of not having a job for a while, uh, and and. You know, it's it's definitely it's definitely a good thing because you can, you know, learn about yourself, you know, learn about what you actually want yeah. to do. You know, you have your options open. Uh, obviously, you know, when it comes to having some kind of, you know, uh, steady, uh, reliable income, you know, it's not the yeah. same uh, unless you have some kind of side hustle that you're, you know, constantly finding a way to make money on, uh, which I may be able to help yeah. you out with. We can talk about that. Uh, but uh, uh, but, you know, um, uh, you know, it's uh it's one of those things. But then, you know, if you do have that opportunity where you get to sit back and say, hey, I have time to actually do what I want to do now for a little bit and exactly. and see if I right. can make it work. I mean, that's that's what it's all about, you know, yeah. uh, and being able to being able to take the chance. And, and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, you know, at least you try it. Right. Um, that's true. That is so, true. Yeah. So, so that's yeah. So hopefully I just I just pray that it works out. For the best, because that's the it, it all. Everything works out for the best and for the good of you, uh, regardless if, if you know it or not. So I, that's that's all I'm I'm praying that it works out the right way for y'all. So for sure, yeah, yeah, yes indeed, Appreciate yes indeed. All right, well, uh, Jay, why don't you grab your glass of Cavassier? Uh, we'll all uh, tip our glasses up. You uh, grab warm your them up cigar with, a little smoke. with your smoke. Yes. Yep, and uh, tell the people uh, where they could uh, find us uh, from here on out. All right, people, as I sip on this nice Cavassier, Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> hashtag Blackout Pod, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, Anchor, Spreaker, YouTube, all those places. Uh, yeah, you can probably find us there. Hold on. Let me get a sip. Mm. As it drips into my beard. That's a big sweep. Email us. Hashtag BlackoutPod at gmail.com. 3853-BLAKPC or 3532525 is where you can hit us up. Uh, you know, call us. Let us know what you got going for the new year. Let us know those fun hood names. I don't want to say hood names. Liquor names. Mm. Fun liquor names that uh, I'm sure some of y'all know about. Uh, yeah, call us there. Don't forget to check out hooksrub.com or hooksrubs and spices on etsy.com. Uh, you could find some some nice seasoning for your for your new year. Start your year off spicy. Start your year off seasoned, mm-hmm. flavorful, all yes. that good stuff. Season your chicken. Books. Definitely season Se- your chicken. Definitely season your chicken. And I have to say, I, I put some of that. I, I grilled a whole chicken. I mm-hmm. split it in half on um, Christmas Day, and my my grand my grandfather my father in law was here, and he's like, "Dang, that's one of the best chickens I ever had." It's like, mm. yes. Spatchcock? Uh, yes, sir. Spatchcock. Nice. Look at you, boy. Spatchcock chicken. I like that. Tasted, tasted amazing. Way better than a oven-baked chicken. And it's all due like to the, the hooks. Mm. The yes, one and me. only. The one and only. I appreciate that. I, I did a beer can chicken uh, when my mom was here. My mom and sister was here the first night. Uh, and if you never heard of that, you know, basically it's a whole chicken, uh, you know, hollowed out the inside. You can season it with mm-hmm. salt and pepper or whatever. But then, yeah. uh, you know, you season the outside of it and then uh, you just get your favorite beer 
can, uh, pop it open, drink half of it or pour it out if you don't drink it, whatever, and just stuff it up the bottom of the chicken. And the chicken just stands up. put it in up. the ass. Put yeah, yeah. The, the chicken stands up with the beer uh, <laughs> on top of it on the grill uh, or in the oven, yeah. and it actually steams the chicken from the inside, sort of helps it cook and adds a little bit of flavor to it. My mom was like, man, that's one of the best best chicks I've ever had. I was like, wow. Yeah. Well, all right. That's I'm going to do that more often. I, never, I was always scared to try that because of the, like... I'm not sure the printing process of like all the colors and stuff on the can. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm just like paranoid that it would like seep into my chicken and would poison me. But uh, I'm sure that's not the case. But yeah, there's there's two things to say. Uh, First of all, it's the inside of the chicken, which are basically mainly bones and gristles. So you're Mm -hmm. not really going to eat much of that. Number two, there have been a lot of studies about that same thing. And it's basically unfounded. Not going to happen. Okay. Okay. Don't be afraid. And then if you're scared, just wash the outside of your can before you put it in there. You're going to be all right. Has anybody ever tried Dr. Pepper chicken? With the Dr. Pepper can? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've seen it. Okay. Um, I've not tried it, but I've definitely seen it. You got Dr. Pepper, do that. I would say if you do do that with Dr. Pepper, uh, you know, pour a little bit of water uh, or or maybe like like chicken stock in there, like, you know, just like a couple tablespoons because the Dr. Pepper is, is sugar and that sugar will burn if it gets too hot. So yeah, put a little something mm. there to cut it, you know, and then put it in the in the chicken butt. That's about it. Bark's root beer chicken. Mm-hmm. It's mm. been done, but and, and it's flavorful. It definitely, you know, or you know, or if you got a bottle of brandy, which is another, you know, another name that is an alcohol name, or if you have, you know, a can of that uh, box wine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or a bottle of Cavassier, rosé, and then you could smoke it. Yes, Moscato. <laughs> no, I would not put a I would not put a glass bottle in there, but you know, uh, pour it in pour it in uh, pour it in a can. Stick it right up in there. You know, get make yourself a mai tai. Some Tennessee lemon pepper chicken wings. That's what we need. That's what it is. I, I know that's been made. I'm sure Rick Ross has yeah. that on his menu. So oh yeah, I'm sure. Yes, indeed. Anyway, all right, people. Well, if, if there's nothing else. Uh, as I look to try to figure out, uh, you know, what I'm going to name our next dog, which may be an alcoholic drink name, uh, I'm black mm. now. Yes, that should be fun. Oh, send us in suggestions. Yeah. Yes. All right. It's a damn shame. Just remember all caps when you spell the man.